Snake Farm. Oh, dull. There's a big difference. Yeah, exactly. Lake water. We're due in a couple for an algae bloom. An algae bloom? You don't know about that? I just I know that that's isn't that a isn't that the B side for Nirvana? Nirvana's off of off in utero. I okay. Let's just let's get this show started. Recorded live at the Hawk's Nest on the summit in Pataskala, Ohio. This is Garage Days. Underproduced and over the top, I'm your host, Arch Madness. On this week's episode, the top five hard rock news stories with the Gimme Five. And joining us in the Hawk's Nest, let me, as, as I introduce my guest, I hope you can hear the fan going on in the, ba- in the background because it's, uh, it's muggy. It's a hot one tonight. It's a hot one in the Hawk's Nest. So joining me, you hear him on I Tap That. Fridays on QFM, last season on Garage Days. He was part of the first ever summit of some sort from Brown Foreman, the one and only Whiskey Pete Wagner. What is up, my man? Oh, look, you got Cornbread and Flight Pattern Bob are cheering. They don't applaud for just anybody. That's both of my fans. <laughs> there they are. <laughs> so we've got, we've got those two and an actual fan. Yes, I've got three running. fans. So, Pete, how are you, man? You good? I am fantastic. It's summertime. The weather's beautiful. Well, it's so, oh, so, are you, oh my goodness, Pete! Right out of the gate, I'm excited for you. I'm excited. Here like, we come. Oh yeah, it's fly pattern, Bob. Welcome back, Bob. Uh, how we doing, man? What what is that? We're doing good. It's out of Chicago. It's out of Chicago. How many souls? 136. 136 souls. Are any hot chicks on there? Do you have any other questions? No gilfs. No maybe two, two guys, man, boobs. Okay. All right. Whiskey Pete, what do you think of that? Heartland, I, Whiskey Pete, Whiskey Pete, Heartland. There you go. I man. am thoroughly impressed. He's from Toledo. He went to Toledo. So there you go. Both you guys, survivors. And you both. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So that's so every time a plane flies over, right? You didn't get that action. No. In the wintertime, really. No. We were was, all kind of... not a lot. We were kind of bundled up. Living off of each other's warmth. Yeah. So, yeah, man. Are you recording? Yeah. No, we're good. Heartland. <laughs> Just push that button on the side. It's got a button over there. Yeah, there's a button on there, dude. It's, uh... Hold on. I'm gonna... I'm gonna, uh... I went to Toledo, dude. I know, right? <laughs> there's a button on that thing. I was going to ask a question, but I don't feel like playing Cornbread's theme song. It's too early for that shit right now. <laughs> Way too early for that. Pete. Yes. Let's get this started. Yeah. Do I hear another plane coming? You do. Okay. What is your exact title? Now, when I, when I tell people I know you, I say uh, he's an ambassador at Brown Foreman. Is that a correct term? What That's is your, one of them. That That's is, one you've, of them. You're like, and you've got different states, right, that you, you work in. What's, what? your, what's so, your exact title? So the, my current title is Key Account specialist okay and that means that they send me into key accounts and <laughs> and, oh and gosh. I, I, I am the opposite of that <laughs> right right like the key accounts they move me go over there 
We'll have uh, somebody from the morning show talk the, to him. The way I explained it, I was telling someone the other day, I'm like, I'm kind of like special teams. And my wife looked at me and she gave me that nod and she's like, special. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Turns out. Turns <laughs> yep. out. Yep. Now, are you uh, focused here in, in Ohio? Because Pete, I always hear you're, you're up north, you're down south. Don't you even kind of go into... To well, like Kentucky and, I, and stuff like that, or no? Or? Not officially. Okay. No. So, so right, I, I, can, I cover Ohio. Gotcha. I cover Ohio, and I'm exclusive to Brown Foreman. Gotcha. So that's that fantastic company, Jack Daniels, Woodford, Old Forester. I'll skip. I'll, yes. Et cetera. I, we'll gonna, talk more about that, but yeah. I am going to, and, and I am like underproduced, but I am producing that out, that part of me saying that. <laughs> Shouldn't I? Sure. Exactly. Okay. Let me ask him. Oh, there's a party going on like a This be about the only one cornbread. Should uh, should I edit that part out? See what he says, and, and I'm going to. I just I'm curious to see what his eight ball says. At this point, yes. At this point, yes. Okay. I would not deny the eight ball. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. We can't know. Look, I think that's kind of that's kind of like doing steroids. You know, cornbread has one job, and that's to answer you know just off the wall questions. Random and if he's going to, yeah, I made the comment and said he was like our our you know. What do you call it? It's a it's an eight ball, but it makes it sound like we're talking about something we shouldn't be talking about. <laughs> it's a magic eight ball. Of course, I think those are kind of magic to some people as well. This whole thing is getting edited out. Cor- cornbread, out. cornbread, the sage. Yes. How about that? <laughs> <laughs> so, where do you do business? Where where do they send you? I mean, you keep and clients, but what is what does that mean? Pete? Anywhere. That serves alcohol in the state of Ohio. Oh my God, that's there's awesome. a couple. There's that's a couple awesome. places that serve Jack Daniels. But I, to your <laughs> point, to your point, I have been yeah, known to say. jump the river. Okay, and also, oh look at Pete's in. Pete's in. He's committed. Yeah, I know. He's in. Here he's in. comes, oh yeah, it's fly pattern bomb. I'll let you ask him, Pete. Go for it. Hey, uh, flight pattern Bob. Uh. Tell me a little about that plane. Philadelphia. 97 souls. 97 souls. Hold on. He's scrolling down. Only one hot chick. Only one hot chick. I'm curious where he gets this information from. He has a guy. I thought it was an app. I thought it was an app. See, I just, I didn't know he's like. There's an app that judges. Tells you where the women on the plane. Well, hey, and check out this question. Bob. How high was that plane? How high were they? It was only 2,400 feet. Oh, they weren't that high. Yeah, those people weren't that high. But <laughs> see, dude, it's going all over the place. You might want me to just edit this whole episode. It's going to be a greeting, <laughs> right? The altitude of the plane. Thanks for coming out. Good Pete. night, everybody. Thanks for coming out, <laughs> Pete. And look, I, I love when you come into QFM on Fridays for I Tap That's now. You have brought, and what a display. I might put this up on my uh, Archie Facebook page uh, later this week. But you, you brought the goods, man. You brought the goods. Summertime drinks. Yeah. And the guys here, we're in a gang. We're called the Insulators. And we do love a good margarita. We love tequila. Fantastic. Heartland missed it. Uh, we did a shot of tequila to, to kick off the show. So, sorry about that. All about timely here. It, it is. And All so, do you, what, do you, what do you have? What did you bring? And then kind of tell me, did you bring some sort of, because I saw, I saw the tequila, which I think is probably one of the best tequilas. I could not believe 
that that's Brown Foreman, and then that's top of the chain of uh, the tequilas. Oh, the tequilas, man! It, I I can't come back from it. I'll tell you this: um, for a guy named Whiskey Pete, I I've got a lot of tequila in my system. Uh, I, I will say that we right? might, I might have to file to the state for a name change here shortly because that is the goods, and summer rolls around, and and that's that's what I want. I know, me it, too, it, man. The big fancy drink they call it the ranch water cocktail, and I feel I feel real bougie when I order. So, say, can I please have a ranch water? Oh my god. And gosh. You, know, you know what goes into a ranch water? I, uh, this is a, we're learning. This is hands down the hardest recipe you'll ever learn. Tequila. Mm-hmm. Soda. Okay. Twist a lime. That's it. Thank you. That's a ranch water? Ranch water, yeah. That sounds amazing. Isn't that crazy? Okay. It's that easy. Is that easy to ranch make water? <laughs> so <laughs> right? No. no. So what let, let's just uh, and Pete, you wanna go over to the magic table? Or do we wanna <laughs> do we wanna do it from here? What do you think, man? I, 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 ooh, I kind of, I'm, I'm, I'm a little thirsty. All right, let's <laughs> Clearly, I've got a stutter. So let's. Here it comes, oh yeah, it's fly pattern bound. Oh, we'll get him. Pete, it took me five minutes to say tequila. Okay, <laughs> I think that's where we're going with this. All right, Bob, where's that plane from? That one's out of Charlotte. Charlotte? Yeah, 112 Souls. 112 Souls. Oh. Three hot chicks. And one gilf. And one gilf. Actually, that'd be for you, Bob. All right, I've never done this before. I've never done this before. I don't know if I'm too close. Am I your first? You, yeah, you are. You are. You're on location? I mean, this is. We're on location. Live from the table. Okay, so here we are at the Hawk's Nest. Uh, Whiskey Pete Wagner from Brown Foreman. Uh, how are you going to start us off here? What are you thinking, Pete? This is, this is a little game that I call cocktail roulette. So we've got we've got twelve mason jars here. There are two of each cocktail, and from left to right, we've got Finlandia vodka, we've got vodka lemonade, and we've got Bloody Marys. Oh, oh. because we, uh, we we love Bloody Marys here at, 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 uh, in the Hawks Nest. I'm very concerned about getting my nutrients in, yes. so I brought in the tomato juice. It's nice and healthy for you. In the middle, we have Cooper's Craft, and Cooper's Craft we have Arnold Palmer's. Lemonade tea, Cooper's Craft. In the middle here, we've got a margarita with Herradura Silver, and we also have a Paloma. A Paloma that's just grapefruit soda and tequila. Do you see where I, I have uh, my uh, my silver is displayed? Yes. Uh, it's, it's, dude, that's, I'm telling oh, you, that's, that's my, that's, that's uh, okay, yeah. I mean, that's my, it's some of my favorite tequila, man. It's so good. It's so delicious. And this next one, it's a Ford's gin cocktail. Now, I will say this, normally I'm not a gin drinker, but this is a combination of lemon juice, lime juice. Uh, there's also a little bit of agave nectar and then blood orange juice in that. Mm. Light refreshing. You know what? But here's the thing, and I know we're not, this is a whole other drink, but I didn't like old fashions until you made me an old fashioned in the studio. Yes. So I'm just saying, Pete, you, you've, you've got that magic touch. <laughs> I, I, thank you. I don't know. I don't know. There's no way to I've know. I've never been told that my touch was magic. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right. So let's thank you. That is what she didn't say. That's a new thing. That's a new meme. Bob, see, he's got, he's multi-talented. So let's start with the Bloody Mary. Let's do that because we love Bloody Marys. You want to start with the Bloody Mary? Yeah. That'll be probably just me and Bob on this one. That's cool. That's perfect. There's two. Perfect. Bob, you, wanna, you getting in on that? All right. Bob's having uh, some, I think he's having reconstructive knee surgery. He's not allowed to run routes for like another 
six months, right? Neither am I really, but yeah. So. so the beautiful thing about this is I just went out and I got a dozen mason jars. I have them pre-mixed inside the mason jars. I shake them up. I add ice and they're good to go. Boom. You can do that at any party. And that's the thing. Pete, there are no mistakes with him. And that's what's made me so free when I'm making drinks now, Pete, the ones you've taught me how to make, because I don't worry about messing things up. You can't mess it up. There's no wrong way to make a cocktail. You're making it for yourself. So just have fun. Pick good spirits. It's like making uh, Italian or Greek food. You just grab good ingredients and keep it simple. Make what you like and make it how you like it. Bob, how are you? I'm not going to play your theme song for a, a Bloody Mary review. But you how, how you... Great, honestly. I can't wait to give this a little. All right. Mm. Now... You wouldn't think, Bloody Mary, summertime. This on a Sunday morning, Bob. Am I right? In the, like in like in July, mid late July, it's Sunday morning. If you're a put in bay. Oh, if you're <laughs> well, well, yeah. If you're Hello. a put, yeah. Listen, see. For for me, it's the recovery. The Bloody Marys are all about the recovery. It's about the morning after. To your point, Sunday morning, get a brunch in. You get up, you eat a little something. Have some eggs and some sausage, nice and oh. greasy, and then get yourself a big Bloody Mary. I do Bloody Maria's. I will swap out the vodka for tequila. Yeah. Gives it Whoa. a little extra spice to it. This is like Gatorade for adults. It is. Yeah. I'm feeling hydrated already. <laughs> All right. So I want to do, well, let's do one more here because, and then we'll, uh, we'll go back over and I want to talk about some shows that, because uh, we always talk off the air about like concerts that we've been to and stuff, and we never really get to do it on the air. So I wanna, rec I wanna talk about some of the shows that you've seen up there in Toledo and everywhere else. Let's do, let's do, a, let's do a margarita too. Margarita. Let's do, yeah, we'll go back and forth, Bob. What do you think of that? Mm? This is good. Mm-hmm. All right, so what do we got here? I actually made this one fresh. I was out at the store, and I'll be honest, sometimes I get real lazy and I just wanna grab the mix. But a margarita is so easy to make. So this is just fresh lime juice, agave nectar, and then the Herodura silver. That's it. That's it. That's it. I think also, summertime-wise, especially out here in Licking County, these mason jars, are you kidding me? Look at that. See, I brought, I brought my uh, Jack Daniels uh, apron out here, too, for the, uh, for, the, uh, for the table. Do you like that? I appreciate that. I'll say this. I've got I've got one drink that I do where I'll take whatever the seasonal uh, whatever the seasonal jam or jelly is. You put a scoop of uh, jelly in a mason jar. You put a little bit of water and a little bit of lime juice, and then you can throw in tequila. You can throw in bourbon. You can throw in whatever you want. Let them shake it up themselves. Serve it at the table. <sighs> I mean, this show. It's checking all the boxes. Bob, I'm going to go ahead and find your song. Here comes, oh yeah, it's flight pattern bound. Hello, Mr. Archie. Matt is out of Baltimore. 162 souls. 162 souls? Two hot chicks in a MILF. Two hot chicks in a MILF. I don't know if you noticed that, but Heartland flipped that plane off because it's probably mostly Ravens fans. 
<laughs> right? That's where you were thinking. He just flipped him off again. I, yes. Wow. I know, dude. I know. Now, how many of these did you make? Because I don't want to mess this up because I want to make sure the, guy, the other guys get something. There's two of everything. Cornbread just got a margarita. All right. Give, give Heartland that other margarita. All right. What do you think? No, go for it, bro. That's all yours. No, 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 no. No, no, no. We're not drinking. No. No. I'm gonna have I'm gonna have something else here. This is uh, this is all about us and Pete dropping his his knowledge on us. Bob's trying it. Well, Bob's braver than I am. Uh huh. Is it good, Heartland? Bob's. A full blown Bloody Mary mix that has a little bit of everything in it. Yeah. Bob loves his Bloody Marys. All right, Pete, let's go back and sit down. I'm going to, Heartland, I might take a drink of yours if that's cool. I always tell people, I'm like, uh, I'm not the best uh, bartender. I know the best bartenders. Oh, man. You're right. pretty damn good. Pete. I've got the best products. Yeah. I'll say that. <laughs> right? Right? So now that we're drinking, yeah. right? We're enjoying ourselves. Let's, let's talk a little rock and roll. Yes. So what was the big, now you grew up in Toledo. Yes. What was the big place to see shows? We would go across the river to the sports arena, the Toledo Sports Arena. That mm-hmm. was the place to see shows. You, we would they, everything in Toledo was held up at the sports arena. That was uh, they would have the Speedway Jam. Was that there uh, when they would bring the cars in? I know I got to meet Knight Rider once. The General Lee. You remember those days when you go to a car show and you'd meet all the celebrity cars? What was your Man. first big rock show that you saw? My first big rock show that I saw was probably do do do. Well, it's okay to say what I mean. Trust me, it's all right. Like no, the f- my first show I went with my buddy's parents, and we went and saw the Moody Blues. So yeah. my first show was Def Leppard. A year later, have I ever told you my Moody Blues story? No, but I want to hear it. My Moody Blues story. When my wife and I got married, we eloped in Las Vegas, and okay. we took a month off. And we flew. Do you see me looking over my okay. corner? Yeah, yeah, I can't. Right, man, you're telling us how you and your wife. Oh, yeah, it's flight pattern bound. Black Ops. Oh, it's Black Ops. So we have no idea. They're not giving us anything on that flight. That happens. That happens a lot. More than you'd think, Pete. They know we're, they know we're watching. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Okay. So, so yeah, my wife and I took a month off. This was 26 years ago. We took a month off, looped the U.S., and stopped in Las Vegas to get married by an Elvis impersonator. Okay. And, uh, yeah, no, it's, it gets even when better. Knights in white satin kick in here? As we're going, we noticed two cities in that they keep telling us that the Moody Blues are in town that night and that night only. And then we would progress, and the next night, we're in a different city, and they're like, the Moody Blues live tonight. And after about the third city, my wife and I start looking at each other. We're like, what is happening? Right. And as it turns out, we were irrelevantly touring with the Moody Blues. <laughs> we actually passed the tour bus at one point. They were all in the same stops you guys were on? Almost identical up to Vegas. Wow. So I toured with the Moody Blues Back in 1996. <laughs> I, did you guys go see him at all? I mean, after a while, you think, well, maybe we go see him. And No. Nope. No? No. That would that would have ruined the whole thing. That would have would ruined have? the <laughs> I mean, that's kind of them saying, come see us, isn't it? 
It's a bit kismet. Is that? <laughs> oh my God! Quit! You don't use. I'm gonna ask. I, hold on. Kismet. Here it comes that down. Oh yeah. Life pattern bomb. Bob, where's that plane from? Out of New York. Oh, out of New York. Not very many people. 64 people on there. Obviously, no hot chicks. No, no hot chicks. None of that. Not even. None of that. Man boobs. That's the part that offends you. <laughs> <laughs> right? Okay, kismet. Is that what you said? Yeah. Okay, kismet. what is that? Kismet, it was meant to be. Okay. Oh, yeah. All right, all right. How about did you that? know that, Cornbread? I'm not going to play your song right now, but did you know that? Not till now. Not till now. <laughs> See? Everybody's learning. Yeah. Everybody's learning. I, I drink and I know things. So the big big show, first big show. Wasn't the Moody the first, Blues. Uh, the first concert I saw was Cool in the Gang. Okay. That was eighth grade in Oxford, Ohio, Lil Sibs weekend. The first rock show I saw was probably... Kind of a celebration, wasn't it? Death Leopard. <laughs> Wait a minute. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> you and Joanna. Oh, I, I love you. you. No, okay. the first probably big rock show that I saw was uh, Queensryche Def Leppard. Oh, Damn. That was huge. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah it is. I remember because they were talking about not coming, and up in Toledo, they uh, the lead singer uh, had some soccer thing where he would, if he, if he could score on the DJ at the local radio station, then they wouldn't play. But if he could catch the soccer ball, then they would play. And it was a big hubbub in Toledo. Was oh, I'm glad they don't put up. pressure on radio personalities <laughs> right? like that anymore. Good grief. Toledo's hardcore radio. I would say. But they they showed up they anyway. Showed, they showed. It was a fantastic show. That was the height of all of their hysteria. What band do you have the most records of? Uh, Led Zeppelin. Okay. Yeah. Hands down. I'm a, I'm a big fan of, uh, of uh, the guitar riffs. I, it's very jazzy to me, but still has that hard driving. It can get melodic and... and but at the same point, just thrash. I think it's definitely. I grew up. I grew up listening to "Get the Lead Out." Right. It was every night at like five o'clock. And we always love to talk about what we're currently listening to. I talk about Billy Strings all the time yes. on this show. I got. A, I got another band for you guys, and this for you listening as well. Check this band out. They're called Goodbye June. Goodbye June. Okay. So. That's neither here nor there right now. You were saying yes. earlier, off the air, that you're kind of getting back into like, what was it, 80s punk or something I'm, like that? I'm, so no, I just I we always talk about different things that we're into yes. currently, and this is kind of you're in a you're in a punk groove right now, or what is it? Well, it's just Was that what you said? Yeah. It was that, wasn't oh, it? Yeah. I thought oh, it was yeah. what you said. We were talking about the So it was something that back in the eighties I would listen to. And I've been I'm as you no, with me covering all of Ohio, I'm driving all over the place, and sometimes you get tired of the algorithms, and you get, you go down certain rabbit holes. And I was listening; the weather was nice. I had the windows open. And you rediscovered your I old. I rediscovered. Punk? I listened Love. to uh, uh, Dead Kennedys, and I was like, "Well, you know what? There's certain things that I need to pass on to my children, and that's right? a knowledge of certain genres, and one of them is." In my world, 80s punk. So I've been re-exploring those, and what a what a trip it's been. I'm driving... If you ever see someone driving around in a gray hatchback with loud punk rock music blasting out of it while wearing a bow tie, that's me. 
That's Whiskey Pete. That's Whiskey Pete. Just wave at me. Uh, you find me at your local bars. <laughs> All right, Pete. Uh, now I'm trying to think. Should we do? Let's let's drink again. Let's drink something else before okay. we do the uh, the Gimme Five. The top five hard rock news stories. Oh, there's another plane. Uh oh. Hold on here. Here we comes. Oh yeah, it's fly pattern bound. a lot more planes than I thought we were gonna get. Just with the weather and stuff, I didn't. I didn't think. Uh, yeah. What is that, Bob? Chicago. 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 143. 143 souls. You'd think be hot chicks, but not. None. 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 No hot chicks. Where did he say it was out of Chicago? Chicago. That's the second Chicago, and I'm pretty sure the last one didn't have hot chicks either. That's just, hey man, that's the way it goes. I mean, we don't, yeah man, we don't, we don't put them on the plane. That's up, that's up to, that's up to the good folks of United. Oh, this Bloody Mary is amazing. Isn't that delicious? Was that United? Yeah. I nailed it. See Bob? See Bob? Mmm. All right, so, so wait, next. You tell me where we're going here. Okay, okay. Tequila, gin, bourbon, vodka. I, now, here's the deal. Yes. Uh, let's, let's just do, uh, let's do tequila again, because okay. I didn't get to do the last tequila. Well, I did. I drank half of Heartlands, but let's, uh, let's do tequila. So, what are we, what's, what, again, what are we doing here, Pete? This is, again, the Herradura Silver. It's a Paloma, and a Paloma is Spanish. Is that grapefruit? Or is that what grapefruit are? soda. Cool. Yes, yeah. yes. I, I was. From time to time. <laughs> Bless you. No, this is just grapefruit soda and tequila. Uh, quite often, they'll put a little pinch of. Uh, they'll either put a little bit of lime in or a pinch of salt. So, but real easy. And if you want zero calories on it, do Fresca. You ever had Fresca? Oh yeah, man. Yeah. Come on, man. Gen X. Oh, look at that. Oh, that's good. That it kind of feels good. Garage. <laughs> I oh, just yeah, got yeah. it. Yeah, that's that's no problem. Oh, this is me, bro. Oh, that's you. Thank you, good sir. Take a little sippy sip. Mm. Mm-hmm. Let um, you want this one, Heartland. Let Heartland. You want it's this great, one? It's grapefruit. It's grapefruit. Grapefruit. It's good, dude. Do it. Do it up. You still finish up his other one? Nah, give it to him. Give it to him. Go ahead, Heartland. Mm. Wow. You want to talk about? And I loved the first two drinks. That's summertime, right there. That's summertime. That's refreshing. That's, That's it. It's summertime. You're always running around. You last minute. You got to go somewhere. You got the kids that want to do something. This is real easy. The two ingredient pours are everything. And like I said, grapefruit soda, and that's all it is. It's just the two pours. Oh, that's but the the idea is you want to use with the Herradura. It's a lowland tequila, so it's drier. You get a little more mineral, so that plays off of the grapefruit. So you get a nice balance out of it. It's Matt, all about the balance. It, it's all about, like I said, yeah. I, I feel like there was a song in there somewhere. No, it's a, good ingredients. That's what it all comes down to. Paloma, fantastic, easy drink for the summer. That is, that might be the summer drink right there. That might, yeah. right? We will drink a shitload of this stuff. <laughs> that's, that's dangerous. At the pool, Heartland? Yeah. yeah. Heartland's uh, pool company. He doesn't have a pool company. He just has a pool and we're going to swim in it. You can go over if you want, Pete. He didn't invite you yet, but he probably will. I got, I, I got a feeling that he'll invite my bottle. Mm. <laughs> There's got to be a better way to say that, Pete. So, yes. what do you think? Should we do one more and then do the top five stories? Yes. All right. Let's, let's do the gin one. You got. We're gonna do the gin one. Uh, cornbread. Have you ever? Are you a gin guy? 
he can. All right, we're gonna let cornbread kind of him and uh, flight pattern hop in on this one. What what do we got here, Pete? This is called the vibrant sunrise, and this is a combination of uh, lemon juice, lime juice, agave nectar, blood orange juice, and that's why it's got that pink color. And then uh, gin. Not normally a gin guy. You said it yourself. I, I'm not normally a gin guy. I am not. Gin, I find, if, if you... A good gin is delicate and delicious. A bad gin is horrible. So, this, here. this is forged gin. Reverse engineered. They take the top drinks that are made with... Oh, my goodness. Isn't that... Refer- oh, that, my goodness. We got a new leader in the clubhouse. We got a new leader in the clubhouse. This is the uh, Vibrant Sunrise. Vibrant Sunrise. But it's got gin in it, you would not think. Mm. Yeah, let the boys get a little bit of that one. Where are we going with this one, gentlemen? I don't gentlemen? even know. I don't even know. You want to try this one, Bob? I'll try it. There we go. All right. There's, yes. uh, so there's a... Uh, oh, my goodness. I got to fire his song up. Hold that thought. Please. Here we come. It's fly pattern bow. Bob, where is that? Where is that coming from? LaGuardia. Okay, so here we go. I know, I know that's I know it's New York. I know that's New York. Uh 97 Souls. 97 Souls. Two hot chicks. There's a couple hot chicks there. What do you think of that, Pete? Where were they from? New York. New York? Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. That's amazing. We got we got some ugly people from Chicago to introduce them to. <laughs> this is really good. These last two, and, and really the first two, the way you, you did up the uh, the Bloody Mary, uh, the margarita, obviously that's a given in summertime, uh, but these last two, the, the one margarita and this, this last little bit with gin, uh, what do we call this again? The Vibrant Sunrise. Mm. I was actually over at... Uh, mm. At Marlowe's Cheese Steaks. I don't know if you've tried that yet. I have it's, not. It's over in Gahanna. It's by uh, by the uh, Creekside. It's a Philly bar. I've never been to a Philly bar. And uh, I went in there, and this is the signature drink. that We just got this put on the menu over there. I was filming there. I was doing videos of me making the cocktails this afternoon. So so definitely, this I, I love this drink. This impressed the heck out of me. Go, go grab that cornbread, hand him that bottle that he was showing us earlier before we even went, oh, yeah. uh, before we started recording. Tell the people ab- about this. This is really cool. So we just released, just last week, two brand new Jack Daniels. And these are permanent line extensions. This is the biggest launch we've had in probably about 25 years. Both are bottle and bond. So what that means is it's got to be from one distillery. It has to be one master distiller. It has to be from one season. There's two seasons, spring, which is spring and summer, and, and fall, which is fall and winter. It has to be aged in a bonded warehouse. And here's the big thing. It's got to be 100 proof. So the whole idea was everybody was bastardizing the whiskey back in the day. So the government officials stepped in in 1897, enacted the Bottle and Bond Act, Right. And uh, history lessons, kid. I, I was like, that's where I paused. I'm like, I, I, I go down my rabbit holes. So we have two versions that just came out last week. We've got the one that's Jack Daniels bonded, which is regular Jack Daniels on steroids. If you like Jack remotely, you're going to fall in love. It's a big bomb. It's delicious. And then the one in my hand is triple mash. And a lot of people get confused. Mash is the percentage of grains that go into it. This is 60% Jack Daniels rye. 
which gives it some spice. Also has some fruit floral notes. 20% Jack Daniels, their regular Tennessee whiskey. And then 20% single malt. Think about that. Jack Daniels is producing a single malt for all the scotch snobs that are out there, all the scotch fans that are out there, people that say, oh, Jack Daniels, blah, blah, blah. This is three. We're getting, we're taking back the throne of craft whiskey making with Jack Daniels. And this is just out the gates. It's big. It's soft. It has spice to it. I think people are going to lose their minds when they get their hands on this. I'm, I'm a believer. I, dude, we, I talked about the tequila yeah. from Brown Foreman, so I, I can't even imagine. Now, is this something that we're just going to look at, or are we going to do a sample of this, or no? Is this something that has to go back to the, the warehouse? Where's this going? I, have I ever brought you a bottle that we didn't open? <laughs> Let me ask you that question. All right, all right, all right. Well, here's the deal. Like, this is something I think we need to do after we're done talking into a microphone. That sounds, that sounds fair. Is that fair? That sounds fair. Okay. I'm, I might sniff on it while I'm sitting there, though. <laughs> <laughs> Write that down. That's a good one. I might sniff on it while I'm sitting there. Yeah. Wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. So I forgot about that, Pete. Is that something we should do now? or You talk... Go into the second. Pete is Pete has brought like uh, like oh. flame into it, guys. He's doing it as a all right. He's gonna do it. Pete's gonna Pete. I can't concentrate with my ADD, and you're gonna be playing with fire over there. You t- t- focus on your top five, Art. Since since uh, you've been here, Pete, we have a new mascot. That is yeah. Willie over there. He's wearing a Jack Daniels hat. Okay. I don't know if you noticed that. We switched the hats up. We have different hats for different things. But I figured since my buddy. You know, Pete Wagner's coming. Let's let's throw a Jack Daniels hat on him. That, that shows you how unobservant I am. I've been sitting with a deer staring over my shoulder and yeah. didn't notice one bit. Then he rock. Then he he looks good, doesn't he? Right on. That is the most stylish mascot I've seen. Thank you. Well, I mean, it's the hawk's nest, and my mascot is a deer, so I don't really know. You know what I mean? Probably should have a hawk in here somewhere, but I don't. That'd be. What's that? You can't stuff a hawk. I should have played his theme song. You can't stuff a hawk. <laughs> I, I, hold on. Hold just, just the bullshit. I'm not believing. Oh, there's a party going on like a double Cornbread. Okay, oh, that's, a- no, that's enough of that. Cornbread. Like they have like hawks, right? When you catch it, if you kill, well, you're not. Birds you don't kill. Birds of prey. Are endangered species. There you go. All right. Well, I'm not going to doubt that. I played the theme song and then he said it. He could be bullshitting us, Pete. He could, oh, he is. He's bullshitting us. Yes, he is. God, he doesn't even. I and I believed say, him. I, I believed would. him. Cornbread's never lied to me before. Well, guess what? <laughs> Cornbread's one for one on his line to you, dude. Mm. Did, did I tell you what I'm doing this summer, speaking of birds of prey? No, what are you doing, man? Apparently, up next to Camp Mary Orton, there is a falconry school. What? Yes. You, you are not going to do... F- and it's, and that's, it's falconry, right? When they- falconry, as okay. in me with a giant bird of prey on my arm, sending it out to attack. Dude. Tell me there's no- anything more manly than that. There's not. There's I, not. I said, if I can get that in this summer and maybe a fencing class so I can learn how to stab people... <laughs> well, let me just say this. You're about ready to light a drink yeah. in the hawk's nest. That's pretty damn manly, dude. Life is beautiful. Pete, what are you doing? 
What is that called again? I, I just tell the listeners because this is this is way too cool, and I'll do the stories here in a second. So I have a smoker disc that I have that I set on top of my my. Te- right now I'm drinking the Herradura tequila. Okay. And you put in uh, wood chips on the top, and what I have is uh, white oak bourbon barrels. So it's going to add smoke, and it's also going to add a little bit of uh, of that bourbon flavor profile. As I light it, it will be attracted to the coldness in the drink. I'm going to take a picture of Pete right now. Oh, dude, Willie looks good too, right behind you. I'm going to go ahead and take a picture of you lighting it. And then it's a big pl- a flame shootout, a big flame shootout. We good, Pete? Yeah, we're good. It's right, just going to take a little while to catch. We don't need any no, gasoline, we Heartland. Gasoline. Jesus, no secret sauce. No secret sauce. Yeah. So it takes a little while once the wood chips catch. All that smoke will start going through the disc. I already caught the moment. This is awesome. Isn't that fun? And it'll fill up and it'll make your drink smokier. Isn't that something? It's just sometimes you don't want just plain tequila. Sometimes you don't want just a plain margarita, old-fashioned. Sometimes you want a little bit of smoke on it. What are some different things you've seen people put? Like you said, those were flavored. Yes, this, uh, this uh, has the bourbon on it. Uh, right. We do. I have uh, uh, smoked old fashions, and I'm I'm going to keep it local. We got all neighbors here, so right. uh, up at uh, Barrel and Boar up the way. Okay, at Creekside, they do old Forster old fashions, and you can oh. use cherry wood and bring out those those cherry notes. And at I don't know if you can smell it. That's I can smell it. It smells spread. really good. I know. I'm going to keep going. I want this really smoky. But, yeah, old fat, any of the classics, anything that would be good with a smoke on it, the Bloody Mary that you were having. Think about oh, that. Oh, yeah. Smoke Bloody Marys. Smoke Bloody Marys. Bob, this is, this is a game changer, Bob. This is all new. It's a whole new world to us. Thank you, Pete. Appreciate it. <laughs> all right, so here we go. These are the top five hard rock news stories. This week's Give Me Five. Number five, the passing of Bon Jovi original bassist and founding member Alec John Such at the age of 70. Now, here's the thing. And I don't talk a lot of Bon Jovi on here, and I don't want to use uh, Alec's death as a way to kind of bash him, and I'm not going to do that. But the one thing that made me with this whole story, uh, I guess they were able to mend things during their Rock and Roll Hall of Fame induction. If you saw the behind the music... John and Richie said they kicked him out of the band because he was messing things up live. I'm bringing this full circle, so get ready. So now here we find ourselves where the number one trending thing in in rock is how bad John Bon Jovi sounds. So anyway, I'm just kind of giving, I I guess in a way, I'm giving Alec kind of a, we always knew it wasn't you. That's not what it was about, you know? Uh, but they let bygones be bygones at the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. And by all accounts, he seemed like a really cool dude. And they kind of did it. I thought, I always thought that was weird, the way they talked about him yeah, uh, during yeah. the, the, uh, the behind the music. And you remember how, ooh, how salty those could get. But anyway, he passed away. And I just always remember him kind of getting kind of uh, shit on during the behind the music. And it's like, well, you know what? Karma's a bitch, man. Not everybody can. I'm not even saying that's why they kicked him out. But that's what they said in behind in the behind the music. Sure. And now here's John. And now the tables have turned. He can't carry it in a bucket right now. It's taking the heat off of David Lee Roth. 
As a Van Halen fan, I'm pretty happy about that. Uh, all right. So anyway, number four, Kiss backing track can be heard at a show in Belgium. This happened on uh. June 6th. A rare mistake from Eric Singer on drums. And I mean, it was minor. But from what they say, and this is just what I've read, and I don't, I don't this, is, this is music talk, so I don't really understand it. But they're saying it, it put everything a measure late on Detroit Rock City. Paul's line of everybody is going to leave their seat happened when Paul was away from the mic because of this. Mm. So, so it wasn't just the drums. It, or no, like it was he was playing. Thing. So it's, it's one of those deals where if he does something different and they've got a backing track going, this is for Paul's vocals. Yeah. Stanley's vocals. I, I, yeah, I could, I, yeah, I heard it. And it wouldn't be a big deal if Gene Simmons wouldn't be such a dick to everybody <laughs> about stuff like this. <laughs> It's just one other thing, and then we're done with this story. My thing is, if I mean, I, I want to say this right because let's face it, Gene Simmons is very litigious. Okay, so I'm going to try and say this right. You were worried. I, I think, you were worried about China list. Let me just say this. I Good think God. I think Eric Singer's kind of taken the fall on this a little bit. Yeah. You know, and I think that Eric, and as much as I bag on Tommy Thayer. And as much as I love Ace and as much as I love Peter, they couldn't do it at this rate. So I think, honestly, maybe Paul has slipped a little bit. Maybe Gene has slipped sure. a little bit. We all know they have. No one wants to really say it sure. out loud. So when, when, when Eric Singer, here I am, I'm, we're, we're going down. We're going yeah. down the rabbit hole. So when Eric Singer makes one tiny mistake, when you know everybody else has, and it, but this throws the backing track off a little bit, I just I think that's BS, man. And I, I'm I'm willing to say that Eric and Tommy do a great job, and maybe Peter and Ace couldn't do it that way every single night on this the way they've got this scheduled. Sure. And I just I think they're bailing out Paul a little bit. So as much as we anyway, is that that, make that, that sense? Was, that and I've tried to be diplomatic. That with was it. very diplomatic of you, right? I just I, I don't like seeing because I think Eric Singer is awesome, and I don't like seeing him kind of take a, a beating over this because he let's face it, he has to be almost perfect to make sure this. Think about that. Do, think about do you the know pressure. how hard that is? Think about the pre that's my point. night and after just, night, yes. song after song. Yes, yes. To play along with that, that's... so so the main guy doesn't get pissed at you. And doesn't go. point at you. And doesn't point at you. Number three, Def Leppard's latest album, Diamond Star Halos. In its first week, lands at number 10 on the Billboard 200. This is their eighth top 10 album, Def Leppard. Amazing. That just, that makes me so happy. That's amazing. That makes me, so number two, Great White announced Andrew Freeman as their new singer. So they kicked Mitch Malloy out, this cat named Mitch Malloy, which I was not a fan of. More on him in just a second. Yeah, please. Andrew Freeman, you would know him from uh, stuff he's done with George Lynch. And then also, really, uh, from Last in Line. He was the lead singer for the Last in Line band with Viv Campbell and those guys. And they were out doing, I've seen them a couple times. They're amazing. But he's a great singer. And I'll be curious to see. Because you've got, you got Jack Russell's Great White. Right. And then you have the Great White that, uh, that Mark Kendall has. So I, anyway, so now he has Andrew Freeman. Mitch Malloy was this guy that they kicked out. Mitch Malloy was supposedly going to be the new singer for Van Halen, okay, when Sammy left the first time. Is he or the guy that's the going time. out and doing the yes. Van Halen experience? Yes, that's, that is him, okay? So he thought he was in the band until he saw David Lee Roth 
with the three other original members right. on the MTV Music Awards. Remember when that all blew up yeah. and it didn't work out? Well, Mitch Malloy thought he had the gig at that point when he's watching that on MTV, and then that all imploded. And then they got Gary Sharon after that. They didn't even go with Mitch. So Mitch is kind of... Here we go again. I don't, I'm not worried as much about his lawyers as I am Gene and Paul's. But, I mean, he's... This Gene's is, got a this bigger, is, Gene's this got a bigger is, house. This seems very... Some exploitation there a little bit. I just think he's taking advantage of a, a situation. You know, everything's hot with Eddie, with his passing. And right. Are they all going to get back together and do a tribute for him? Wolfgang's success. It just seems like... This is kind of coattail riding a little bit from uh, Mitch Malloy. I was very confused because I didn't know the backstory. Yeah, and I saw that. And so I he's said, in, he's been in Great White the last couple of years, but it's been and and I love Mark Kendall. I really do. I wish him and, and Jack could get things together, but it's just it's not. They, there's they've they've gone through a lot together, so I just kind of I know that that's never going to happen. Right. So, but Mitch Malloy was just not a good fit for Great White. At all. It just wasn't good. And Andrew Freeman is killer. He's great live. He's. I'll be curious to see how that sounds. I would have rather seen that than, than the whole Mitch Malloy thing. But Fair enough. Yep. I suppose Tom will tell. There's uh, Mike from Thurman Cafe. His honk. It's the second time around. That's true. Yeah. He's circling like a shark. He does, man. <laughs> and the number one story for this week's Gimme 5, the Glam Slam Metal Jam Tour starts on Friday, which will be today. Woo. When this actually uh, drops in Columbus at the King of Clubs, that's Enough's Enough, Pretty Boy Floyd, and the Midnight Devils. So that's actually starting here. I just, Chip's a good friend of the show, good friend of mine, and it's always yeah. exciting when he's starting a summer tour and he's actually kicking it off in Columbus at the King of Clubs. And so. you're going to be there. Oh, I'll be, oh, without a doubt. I don't Front miss row. That's, I've seen Enough's Enough with, you know, and all its different versions. That's the band I've seen the most out of. That, you know, when you talk, speaking of Mike from Thurman, who's seen Rundgren, I think, close to 90 times. Or, you know, people who follow the dead. Yeah. Or people who, you know, and I've seen who some irrelevantly bands, go on tour you know, with and the I've Moody seen, Blues. Right. And I've seen Metallica a ton. I've seen, you know, there's a Kiss a ton. But, yeah, enough's enough. That's, it's, it's well into the 20s for me as many wow. times as I've, as, as I've seen them. So, but anyway, they, they start in their tour. Who have you seen the most? Uh, Actually, who had the most records of, and you said Zeppelin, but Zeppelin, who have you but, seen the most live, you think? Multiple times? You seen anybody more than once? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, for me, uh, there are two, and uh, Jack White and one in in one version or another. Right. right. The White Stripes. Have you seen the Tours? Have you seen yeah, them, right? I've seen the, the White Stripes probably about five times, Tours twice, Jack White solo maybe about three times. Uh, them or uh, Beastie Boys. Oh, wow. How about that? Man, I love the Beastie Boys. That's it. That's it. You know I, what my proudest dad moment was? We were, um, so the last, the last regular season game for my boys in their baseball game, one of the dads brought a speaker and then asked the boys to say what song they wanted. And he was going to give them a walkout oh, song. Yeah, walkout music. Walkout music. Beautiful. And my one son... Uh, it was kind of a, it made me feel good, but he came out to Paul Revere. <laughs> that is it was cool. I heard, he's like, and uh, you know, here's a little story about, I was like, oh my God, that's my kid. He that picked, is brilliant. He picked the Beastie Boys. I, but I'd rather had Van Halen, but he knows how much I love License to Ill. Yeah. I mean, who doesn't, right? That's, that, that was actually one of my early concerts. I saw License. You saw that tour? License to Ill. Heartland, uh, did you see that tour as well? You did, didn't you? Yeah. 
Beastie Boy Hair Arena. Ooh, I got a story about that. I got. Can a you story say about, it on? Can you say this on the show? The the story about Hair Arena. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It was it was actually a White Stripes concert. What happened? Oh no, no, no! It was a Smashing Pumpkins concert, and they oversold, and security got a little rough. And I have you ever been picked up by the throat? No, Jesus, Pete. Yeah. No, yeah. I haven't. I have. To, like this week? They oversold it, and one of my friends was starting to get snotty, and I'm like, just relax. That security is not going to end well. And the guy said, what you say about me? And he picks me up by my throat, drops me to the ground, and I never saw the show. Thank you, Hair Arena. Oh, my God. And Dayton. You need Gene and Paul's lawyers. That's it, right? You would have... Right? Scored big time. That would have been fantastic, except it's one word against another, and you know how that goes. All right. Pete Wagner, Brown Foreman, thank you so much. Thanks for uh, entertaining and and teaching and just hooking me and my buddies up. That was was really cool. I'm glad you did it. We're going to do it again in December. All right, I'd like to get you out here before December because I want to have the uh, summit of some sort. Maybe we'll get out here in the fall as well. Is that cool? The The summit of some sort was a... Was a hit. It's it's a bit of a drive for me. Would you stop it? <laughs> Tell the guys how far is it? Three minutes. Three minutes. It was that's three ridiculous. To get that's ridiculous. House. I actually had to get on the main road. I had to get on Broad Street. Yeah, yeah. We all know how troublesome that is. Let me just say this: the next time we hang out, I promise there will be no microphones. Let's do it. Let's get you back out here, and let's. We'll really. We'll. You know what I mean. I'm. I'm in for that. I'm in for that. And also, uh, we got some uh, vacation dad stories coming your way. Oh, on the next yes. visit with Pete Wagner, Whiskey Pete. Thank you so much. Thank that was you. that was so cool. Should we close on a? Is that a flight? No, it isn't. I wanted it so bad. I wanted it so bad. Do you have a question for Cornbread? I just don't want to end like this. I I love it when we're. To, yeah. No, we're good. Look at him. All right, we're gonna, we're gonna, you know, what we're gonna do. We're gonna do a shot. Hey, what? I, I got a question. Do oh, you, do you, hold on, hold on. For me or for? Cornbread? I got, I got a question for both of you. Okay, well, I, I, don't I don't know have how a theme well it's song. gonna be. I don't really have a. Theme you don't song. have a theme song, but do you have any songs about snakes? Oh, I don't. <laughs> I do not have Snake Farm queued up. You know, I would love to. All right, that's enough of that. Do you have a question? I do not. I do not. You just wanted to bring up Snake Farm. (laughs) Google Snake Farm. (laughs) That wraps up another episode of Garage Days. I'll have another show for you next week. Then we are off for two weeks for vacation. As always, thank you so much for the downloads. And until next week, stay frosty. I'll have to check that out.